Hey there, and welcome to another Flophouse Manny brought to you by Minnie's Bar and Maniac of New York. Uh, this is an episode of the Flophouse podcast that unlike a full episode where we watch a bad movie and talk about, this is one of our Mannies where we talk about uh, something kind of whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Now, for example, this would normally be the time where I would be hosting a game show called Skeet Scoot Scarrett. Where I would ask my, I would give my, uh, my, my friends, uh, like challenging questions where they would have to guess whether or not the movie features, uh, Skeet Ulrich, uh, Scoot McNary, or Tom Skerritt. And if they got it wrong, they would be kicked out of the podcast forever. But we're not going to be playing wow. that game tonight. Wow. I know, wow. I know. High stakes. That's what people Very are into these stakes. days. It's a squid game. Um, Those are amazing Skeet Scoot. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? A uh, Skerritt Stakes. Yep. Uh, that's the scariest thing about it is that if you get Scarrett wrong, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with this. So, um, <laughs> Scarrett stories to tell in the dark. We're doing something completely different. We're doing something that I think we have that I feel like our listeners have been begging for. I get tweets about this all the time. Mm. That's right. We're going to be talking tangerines and other tasty treats with the Flophouse Fruit Group. And joining us today, uh, we have my guests, <laughs> my guest host, Dan McCoy, Elliot Kalen, uh-huh. and the original fruit brood himself, Chris White. Hey, Chris, hey. thanks for joining us. Hey, a very fruity <laughs> evening to you three, guys. <laughs> the most na- the most natural and obvious fit for this yeah. bit for reasons that I'm looking forward to finding out over and the, the course and, and of it. The most, and the most obvious natural bit for the show to do, considering one-third of the host hates fruit, refuses <laughs> yeah. to eat them. That's yeah. the funniest part. <laughs> so let's, let's give a little background. First off, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Hey. Uh, we're, uh, I'm very excited to talk to you about your background with fruit, uh, yep. but to give everybody a little bit of a heads up, <laughs> I've become a little bit of a healthy boy in the last year or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big part of my life is eating fruit and nuts, uh, mm-hmm. but that's nuts are a different thing. We're going to be talking nuts in the nut house, uh, not going nuts. I think that's copyright Magic Tavern boys, uh, but we're going to, we'll talk about nuts another time. That's not tonight. Wait, Stu, actually, I have one nut related thing. So I've been watching a lot of uh, television and do oh, you, I've heard I, of it. <laughs> and cool. is this this? Uh, they've been running a lot of ads for nuts.com, which is some kind of website where you can order nuts. Is that a uh-huh. nationwide thing, or is it just a, a California area business? Are you now, asking if the commercials are uh, a California? Yeah, if, thing? if you turn if you turn on the TV on the East Coast, still, are you going to see a commercial for nuts.com? Local, local worldwide web uh, website. Like they have. Yeah, that's what, that's it's, what it's, I would want to It's ask. a statewide not, web, website. Is this, is this, are you seeing this on streaming services? Or are we talking like yeah. old-fashioned? CNN, baby. TV. CNN. When I watch my, when I'm watching okay. Stanley Tucci searching for Italy, uh-huh. nuts.com yeah, comes it's up not, a lot. It's not the ad that okay. plays before your pornographic video. <laughs> has he has he found it yet? I haven't been watching. Did he, did he get there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you asking if is Stanley he, Tucci found Italy? That's actually a good question. He's, he's still looking for Italy. from America to Italy. <laughs> the last the last episode, he actually was in London, so I think he has not found Italy, right. or they ran out of but budget. But he named it New Italy. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he said, I dubbed the Queen New Isabella. Italy. And, oh, um, mama mia. and said he would subdue the, the natives and get gold. Oh, yeah, he and he enslaved most of Parliament and, and put them into the pasta mines to, uh, to bring back what they needed. Very sad. So, uh, so today's episode... Um, we, I can't really answer that because most of New York commercials are either uh, online sports betting app ads or cars for kids. Mm. Can I add one more nut thing? I actually, yeah. I, I, I want. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I, I we're thought, taking a nut break. <laughs> I always thought if I had a um, 
a nut company, I would call it what are you, so that then when you call them up, they would answer, what are you, nuts? What do you think, guys? Oh, fuck. That's good. That's good. What kind of, what's your business model? Um, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Just the name. Okay. Yeah. Well, sharks, what do we think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I like it. I'm all in, dog. I'll turn my chair around for it. Is that what you do in this show? I, I yeah. don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> That's a, well, that was you, actually I, a shockingly good Mark Cuban impression right there. <laughs> I'm all in, I like, dog. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like this business idea, dog. Throw him in the tank full of sharks. See if he, get, see see if he, if he gets, gets out alive. Elliot saw one reality contest. Years ago, and he assumes that they're emblematic of all of them. I mean, if Elliot, if Elliot was really trying to make an, uh, to uh, make this like a reality show, he'd be like, "Actually, Chris, uh, I don't like that idea. I love it." <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, God, you had to be going there. Turned about, yeah, kind of stressed me out. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I, that uh, that pregnant pause I left didn't get filled with uh, Elliot talking. I was kind of oh, wow. it's going to be. You know, no, no. I saw where that joke was, and I decided to hold back from interrupting it and oh, derailing wow. it. That shows real growth. You know, what? I think you know this. This has happened more than once that we need to deal with the the problem of pauses getting pregnant so easily. <laughs> um, what are we going to do about it? It happened oh, before, man. didn't uh. it? <laughs> topical. We got very topical all of a sudden. It got very what, intense. So what are we talking about fruit? What's going on? Okay. Fruit-wise. Dan wants to get down to brass tacks, and I am with you. So to give you a little bit of background, I've become a healthy boy. It's important to me. And I thought, <laughs> who better to talk about uh fruit, one of the pillars of the f- food groups here, than my buddy Chris Whites, <laughs> a guy uh who the last time we hung out, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if we did a podcast and talked about fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, well, uh, those, so what's so Chris? What's what? What's your connection to fruit? Why? What? What, what was it? That's why actually did, a really why good question. It is. Yeah. It's an excellent question, and I've I've uh, put together a little speech of about forty minutes <laughs> to, to, to I love to answer it. it. Um, actually, I don't know. I, I I got the I got the call. The bat. The 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 flop signal uh, went out uh-huh. uh, a couple of days ago. And I said, what's it going to be? Uh, anything but fruit. And then, lo and behold, it was fruit. So uh, imagine my dismay. Now, now, anybody who's trying to do a little bit of, uh, to excavate my Twitter account will find that about a week ago, we were out drinking with the Blank Check Boys. Mm. And uh, about 10 hours into drinking, I, I think I tweeted, Tonight is the point of a drunken, or right now is the point of a drunken night where I'm a menace to everyone in my contacts list. And you know what, Chris Whites? You're in my contacts list, buddy. <laughs> Consider me menace. So, um, so you have been drafted. No, so it's, just it's to great. give you a quick... Actually, I, I want to I earn my way back from the, the joyless slog through my the story of my career that was the last mini that I did with you guys. I, I thought that was very educational and also entertaining. <laughs> well, thank Entu- you. Ed- educational, I would yes, call it. Yes, you and uh, the other two guys on this podcast. I, think. Entu- I, so. I certainly will call it educational. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit of a breakdown, just so that the listeners at home know what we're going to be getting into. Uh, we're going to break <laughs> And our, us also. Uh, also, so we know what we're getting oh into. Oh, yeah, and so that you guys know what we're getting into. Uh, to break down tonight's episode, I'm just going to give us some uh, uh, some some points. Uh, the first section is going to be call, is called Everyday Snacking, Fruit mm. That is Part of Your Daily Diet. Mm, sure. uh, <laughs> chapter two is Baked in a Pie, Fruit That is Perfect for Dessert. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter three, fruit on film. The main attraction <laughs> okay. is 
fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, is that all part of the that's part of the same title? That was one yeah, title. Yeah, that's part three. Uh, I think that was the three. slogan, the tagline. Cha- <laughs> chapter four: Reversal okay. of fortunes. <laughs> Times change, and so do our taste buds. What fruit did you used to love and never eat? And what do you hate uh, now that you loved growing up? Who knows? And, and then, you, you didn't want to call that reversal of fruitions? Oh mm. fuck. Uh, Alex, change it. Change it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess snip out Elliot saying it yeah. over and over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and then finally, we're going to wrap it up with part five. That's right. We're going to do an all-time Jeez. top five fave fruits. <laughs> this is our definitive <laughs> ranking based on Ugh. all mm. the important c- categories. <laughs> Mouthfeel, <laughs> flavor, yep. ease of <laughs> consumption, uh-huh. appearance, w- wild card. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we kind of we know what we're in for. So let's start with the first topic, fellows. <laughs> Chapter one: Everyday snacking, fruit that's part of your yeah. daily diet. So, Elliot, I have a feeling I know your answer, guys. What kind of fruits do you guys eat on a daily basis? <laughs> uh, uh, Finally, I mean, someone asking the I'll, hard questions. <laughs> I'll say that I'm also, uh, you know, on on the first you know, leg of a journey to become a healthy boy. So I've been I love this. keeping, you know, fruit around. Like, here's the, here's the. <laughs> right end. now you're just looking at fruit. You're just having it around you and yeah, looking at it. Here's that's the, the first keeping thing. It Part of it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've gotta, been doing a lot of acclimating myself to fruit by in, having it around in the apartment. I mean, you, you joke, but that's almost exactly what I was about to say. Cause like, the thing is you got to have the food around. You got to have the good food around. To replace the bad food. It's not like I'm going to eat less food, guys. Let's be frank. I like I've gotten too used to putting. I'm going to be in my Stuart. Mouth. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Stuart so, refusing to be frank. <laughs> a good, good stance. <laughs> know thyself. So do you, do so you, you let the fruit get closer to you every day? Like first, this is ten <laughs> feet away. If I see fruit around, like that, look, seeing fruit is this first step to eating fruit. So yep. if I need a, I mean, it's a very first step. A very first step. You know, and if there's a banana on the counter, I'm going to have the banana instead of something else. Or- so, Dan is int- so Dan is introducing an interesting idea, which is that blind people can't eat fruit, according it's to Dan. Not if I'm seeing the fruit is the first that- step, then they can't even get on board. They That's can't get on the, in on the ground floor. I didn't say it's a necessary it's a step. I mean, it's a step in my life. Uh, on the road to eating fruit. <laughs> could you um, could you fool yourself by by sort of secreting it into other things, like inside of a meatloaf or something, like a banana? That's a good question. I, or a banana <laughs> inside oh, a. Oh, I thought you were gonna say fool yourself by looking at a banana I, and then reaching for a candy bar, but you're not looking at it, but you're still reaching for it blindly. I think the effects of putting something that's not very calorically dense into something very calorically dense, like you're gonna take down the overall. Density, but better just to replace <laughs> wouldn't float. the meatloaf with something else. I, I mean, I feel say. like it's not uncommon for uh, for a meatloaf to feature like raisins or prunes. I mean, I feel like those are yeah, like I'm a not binding or a flavor agent. No, yeah, I think we're. I think what's raising an interesting question too is who is eating meatloaf as a snack. Which is what the banana would be. That's actually true. A banana true. is not a meal unless you're a monkey. Banana is a meal replacement. I, you know, I have most like days a meatball is a snack. <laughs> I have a hard-boiled egg for breakfast, okay. and then possibly also a banana if I'm if I'm lucky. If 
if I'm lucky, guys. Wait, do you eat your egg out of like a little cup, like one of those little like egg oh, cups? It's a hard boiled egg. And I you crack it. Oh, okay, that's for a soft boiled. Oh god, I feel like an idiot. Let's, I I'm the only one who is making any effort to engage with the questions here. <laughs> you you can you <laughs> well, can I mean, uh, you, you can dip a, a, little, a little toast point into it, like if you crack open yeah, a soft yeah. boil, you can dip a toast point in. But instead, you could dip in. Um, some kind of fruit, a like a wedge of uh, yolk. <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're talking about everyday fruit, of course, I have uh, I have pineapple or oranges in the morning, and then throughout the day, I eat mangoes, dried mangoes, watermelon, and pears. <laughs> dried yeah. mangoes. Oh, and I have are, a banana. Uh, I, I have one to two bananas before working out. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, I was jumping in there, but dried mangoes are very, uh, very, very sugary, right? Because once once you remove the water, then you're looking at some some damage. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I gotta have I gotta have a treat though, you know. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm worth it. <laughs> after some, after some fully yeah. hydrated mangoes, a nice treat like a dried mango. Yeah. it's good. Talk about caloric density. You're removing all of the stuff that makes it, you know, fill you up without. You know, I mean, the, calories. The point of the Flophouse Fruit Group is not to talk about the uh, the benefits of fruit, but just how good it, how tasty it I see, is, I see. Well, and no, how easy to eat. Dried mango sometimes. is a very good, <laughs> tasty fruit. I just look well, the hedonism, though, Stu, of your fruit lifestyle to be like my everyday f- morning fruit is pineapple. Like that's true. <laughs> You're right, Dan. Take really take him to task for that one. Do you yeah, uh, I mean, do, do you slice the 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 hard rind off your pineapple? Or do you buy pre-cut in a in a like a plastic tub? Or, or do you a, just take a bite out of a pineapple shell? <laughs> That's actually a good question, Elliot. Now, uh, Chris is making me reveal that I spend more money on pineapple by buying the plastic pre-cut stuff because I've never actually cut my own pineapple before. It's fun. You get like Audrey showed me how to do it with the minimum of waste. You do you, you end up with like a spiral around the pineapple because you got to get all the little uh, nubbins. You know, the, the, the what barbs? Yes, the bits. Yeah, the barbs. On, the, on, on, at a, at the risk of being a curmudgeon, I'm going to say that does not sound fun. Uh, <laughs> come on, you get a spiral cut. You know, it looks. Wait, neat. you guys That's films films the draftsman's contract. Uh, you guys seen that? There's a there's a there's an intense pineapple moment at the end. Wait, the movie's How called intense. The Draftsman's Contract? Is that, yeah. is that Peter Greenaway? Peter Greenaway, The Draftsman's yeah. Contract, yeah. I ha- that's one of his that I've not seen. Um, I think it might be his best because the other ones kind of stink. But um, yeah, at, at the end. <laughs> so this is what the listeners tune in for for these hot takes of <laughs> Peter Greenaway. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, at the end, the guy who has been the living statue uh, takes a bite of the pineapple because it's all set in the 18th, 17th century. Uh, anyway, pineapples are very, very impressive and expensive at the time. And he takes a bite of the pineapple then, but he bites right into the hard, nubbly bit and spits it out because he doesn't understand the nature of the pineapple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If only it had a Dan McCoy there to cut the cut it yeah, up man. perfectly, Just spiral it out for him. Now, Dan, so, part of it is I feel like you're. You, I feel like now that I, uh, when I come over to record, your wife often, uh, Audrey often offers me pine, uh, various fruit. Uh, she <laughs> seems to be, is she encouraging uh, this lifestyle shift for you? Uh, if the lifestyle shift you're talking about is being hospitable to guests, then yes, yeah, yes that's what I was Well, asking. and the pineapple is the fruit of hospitality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, 
<laughs> I'm the grumpy one who's like, he's got his own fruit. <laughs> he doesn't need to eat <laughs> he, has, he gets fruit all the time. Don't waste your good fruit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's lovely. So uh, I think that covers uh, all of our everyday snacking. Elliot, do you got anything mm. to add here? Do you feed your kids fruit or do you just give them what, like fried uh, toast points? <laughs> Mostly it's fried toast points. I have a deep fat fryer and I put toast points in it. Kids yeah. love it. Yeah, kids love that. My, uh, I, as uh, maybe longtime listeners will know, I don't like fruit. I think it's gross. I don't, it doesn't, isn't good to me. But as my children never, never fail to remind me, cucumbers are technically a fruit mm. because they have seeds on the inside. Yeah. So I do eat a lot of cucumber in my daily life. I do love um, that your children take after you. <laughs> Yeah, my children are very much like me in that they are constantly correcting me and are annoying when they do it. And But my children eat a lot of fruit, especially my younger one, the the almost four-year-old, constant fruit. So I find myself handling a lot of fruit and like peeling oranges, which I find disgusting. Uh-huh. And I have to do it with my – when you like dig in with your fingernails to rip the yeah. peel open and it gets under your fingernail, ugh, I hate it. But lately he's been on a real cherry kick, so I've been doing a lot of pitting cherries and getting cherry juice splattering on me as I, as I pit them. But I, I do say- like to use – I like to use the cherry pitting machine because it's like one of those things that uh, Jeremy Irons had made for gynecology for mutant women in Dead Ringers. That's what I imagine that tool is like. But Stuart, what were you going to say? I was going to, first off, I was going to say, I don't know what a cherry pitting machine is at all. Well, it's not really a machine. I mean, it's a simple it just, machine. It just pushes the. Pit yeah, it's like out. a hole punch, for, but for a cherry. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like a, like a leather punch, but for a cherry. Top, top exactly. tip for listeners you can use uh, a. Uh, you can use a straw for that as well, in case you don't want to go. Oh, wow. that's, that's, that's the kind of tip, tip you only get <laughs> that's on a Flophouse <laughs> Manny or at the did, Fruit Club. Did I ever tell you guys that I I sent in a tip to Cooks Illustrated? You got it <laughs> no, no, I want that wow. issue. Are you familiar? So I don't know if you any of you read Cooks Illustrated, but there's a my my father in law is a big is a big reader of Cooks Illustrated. <laughs> yeah. so they're always lying around. I'm actually a now. subscriber. <laughs> well, there's a, the, the, the tip section in the front, you will know, is like it's that magazine is barely illustrated. Silliest. Well, those are the most illustrations. This <laughs> is when the tips they've got all these like line drawings because it's a, you know, it's a very important cooking magazine, so it has line drawings. <laughs> but all the tips are like making things so much harder, and like I mean, in the same spirit, I I gave them a tip of mine that was like honestly looking back, I'm like, why did I waste my time on this? But I would. I would when I made iced tea, I would string the strings of the tea through the hooks of a slotted spoon. So I would have like a nice little like tea bundle that I could oh. pull all of the tea out and it was an easy way of doing it. And saving and I, milliseconds. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, not the time that it's it you took to thread the I'll tea tell strings you, through. I'll, but. I'll tell you, it may not have saved me a lot of time, but it did save me uh, the money of a year's worth of Cook's Illustrated because I got a free subscription <laughs> oh, off that tip. Oh, that's worth it. That's great. That's great. So, Oh, Ever. man. So, uh, do you got a, what, uh, what issue was that? So, uh, eagle-eyed listeners can go... Uh, I don't know. Eagle-eyed listeners go back. It's, it's, it's several years back. This if point. I had done that, I would know exactly the issue and the month and everything. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. you don't have the page framed on your wall, Dan. Uh, I have a photo of it somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> That's cool. Like a Polaroid? On my on my phone. Not like... I didn't, like, I didn't frame a photo. I once, I once got a... Magazine. Uh, I got a trap um, uh, entered into Grimtooth's Traps, Volume 2, published by Flying Buffalo. Oh. That's very cool, dude. It's pretty cool, right? 
You, what you was can, the what was the trap? The trap was um well okay first of all I was thirteen years old uh, and uh, <laughs> and it was a a ball. I think it still, wouldn't have been fair. It, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been fair if as an adult you submitted. <laughs> That's true. Because you're competing with children and you're professional like, like, screenwriter. Yeah, you know. the brain power <laughs> I would have brought to bear. It was a balsa yeah. wood dragon, right? That the trap was a balsa wood dragon, and and inside would be the real sort of monsters like you know what what have you orcs. Uh, kobolds, etc., and so like when when uh, when the uh, when the adventurers would go and attack it with swords, if they did, the swords would get stuck in the balsa wood, and then the orcs would burst out with the element I love of surprise. This. That's a good trap. That's a good trap. <laughs> and you know, feel free to use uh, it. Year, years ago, I got a fan letter published in an issue of Savage Dragon. That's pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> nice. oh yeah, I once I once had a fan letter printed in issue of Wolverine. Uh-huh. What, was the, what was the fan? What was the letters page in Wolverine? Because in Savage Dragon, it was Finn Addicts. <laughs> oh, I don't remember what the Wolverine was. It's probably like Snicked Stamps yeah. or something like that. I don't Snicked remember stamps, it being a particularly yep. good title. Yeah. Well, we've all defined what flavor of nerd we are. Okay, so now we can uh, move on. <laughs> moving on, chapter well, I think, two. I think it was like I'm, I'm the best there is at what I do, and what I do is write letters to Wolverine. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, chapter two is baked in a pie, fruit that is perfect for dessert. What kind mm. of a dessert confection, like what kind of fruit addition to a dessert uh, encourages you to order that dessert from a menu? Dan, you're the baker of the group. What kind of dessert, what kind of fruit do you like when you are baking? Uh, you know what? I A peach is a good, a peach <laughs> like is a so good. <laughs> I find that peaches are good baking. Like stone fruit in general, because like, the thing about stone fruit is if you get something perfectly in season, perfectly ripe, it's going to be delicious. That's a very small window. But if you put it in a pie or a cobbler or a grunt or a crisp. What's a grunt? Uh, grunt. Wait. Yeah, what is yeah. a grunt? S- same question. Uh, I'm familiar with the brother's grunt, the short-lived MTV animated what, series. It's but. like it's closer to a cobbler. Let's see. Wasn't a Russell Crowe's like grunt. hip-hop band called... Something something, grunt. Rock, something odd called, feet of grunts. It was thirty odd foot of grunt. I think right a now. grunt might be the one that has just biscuits. Was that on a top. sexual? Yeah, that's, that's right. Thing like thirty odd feet of Russell, grunt. Russell Crowe. I don't know. I always that's imagine a good whether it I mean, was Russell, like everything. Russell Crowe is such a sexual being that it's hard to imagine it, it wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm. it's basically like you're dropping dumplings on top of your uh, your fruit. <laughs> that's what I say <laughs> so, when I have to sexual. use the bathroom. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's not okay. Uh, so, so you like a, stone fruit, peaches? Yeah, and it's you know it's boring. Another fruit that like don't care for uh, an apple most of the time. Usually mealy, unless you get like a, a, a yeah, really great divilery, but uh, a good cooking fruit as well. Uh, my kids they go through a lot of apples, mm. and that's one of my favored fruits to have to handle for them because it's you know it's less less sticky yeah. and gross. Yeah, right. Do they have a do, they, do your kids have a favorite? type of apple um no no is it because they don't know or because you intentionally hide that there are different types of apples from them (laughs) (laughs) i think i don't want them to go further down that road yeah the road that you've gone down in which dan has started (laughs) to go down by looking at fruit in his own home yeah there's no way back i'm sam neil in event horizon at this point (laughs) just ripping your own eyes out because you've seen too many fruit yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the debauched world of being able to distinguish between different kinds of apple um, my, uh, my, my, my middle child, Paolo specializes in asking for an apple, uh, at just when it's time to go to bed. 
Um. Oh, that's a favorite. That's a favorite of Sammy's also. Nice. He's getting into bed and he goes, oh, suddenly I'm hungry. Can I have an apple? And it's like, well, it's a healthy food. I guess we can't say no. And he's like, hey, like you didn't ask before. I didn't, I wasn't hungry before. I didn't know, yeah. uh, but I brushed my teeth already. <laughs> like he brings that out as if it's I like guess I'll have he's to brush trying my to be conscientious again. Yeah. Oh, and how much longer is it past my bedtime? Mine oh games. wow! Oh man! That hey, kids, you gotta love them. <laughs> kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. So when it comes to dessert, uh, you know, I was about to say uh, a pistachio, but that would be a nut, and nut is not a fruit, as we've. <laughs> Yeah, we've we established. Yeah, good. Uh, I do like uh, I do like strawberry, especially if strawberry is mixed with Rube. my old pal oh. rhubarb. I'm sorry, I was oh, going to yeah. jump in there and say rhubarb, but I didn't yeah. want to spoil it for you. How sorry. did I forget? Strawberry rhubarb pie is my favorite it's of all. The best. Now, what if what if strawberry was mixed with Rue McClanahan? Would you feel the same way? <laughs> oh man, that'd be extra spicy, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now here's here's a, a oh sorry no, well, I, saying, I, it's, it's actually this is important that I get to this uh, I was gonna say blueberry <laughs> but also I you may you may notice that I forgot to answer the previous question and you know what it would have been blueberries so just yeah uh, it's it's a pattern it's it's interesting you say that because blueberries is part of what I was gonna say too you, uh, Stuart says what kind of dessert would you seeing fruit on the menu will make you want to order it I will actively not order a dessert when they list that fruit is part of it and one time the only time I've ever eaten at the steak restaurant in Yankee Stadium uh, they listed <laughs> as a dessert it was like chocolate pudding and I was like that's great what can you do with that that sounds fine and I didn't find out till they delivered it that it was chocolate pudding with berries in the pudding just kind of haphazardly strewn without as if <laughs> as if a great galley full of berries had been sunk by an invading yeah. viking horde and those the berries manning the oars had just fallen into the yeah. pudding sea drown, and so i then yeah. had to use my spoon to individually remove these berries and i could just see the level of the pudding going down <laughs> as i removed so many berries from the bowl it was so disappointing yeah, yeah. you feel like they were just really uh they were taking up a lot of real estate they were filling in the uh with these cheap berries as compared to the <laughs> chocolate pudding, which I can only assume was much cheaper. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was cheap. I mean, the real issue is that I like eating chocolate pudding and I don't like eating berries. So it's like, yeah. hey, we have the food you ordered. Here's a secret surprise. It's full of a thing you don't like, but we didn't say that on the menu. <laughs> Yeah. Unless you're saying that, like, they ran out of chocolate pudding and they were like, we need some filler to help fill up this bowl. Quick, hand me those berries. Everyone <laughs> loves them. Hand me that those berries and this insulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably were like, this kid needs some antioxidants stat. Let's throw some berries in that shit. That's possible. But there were a lot of blueberries in there. I uh I got to I got to I got to go back guys under everyday snacking a, a a big component of my meals is I uh, I have protein shakes I take a vegan protein powder and I usually mix it with a banana a handful of blueberries for my antioxidants as I've already mentioned <laughs> some peanut butter almond milk and almond once again almond milk not fruit that's a nut You mm -hmm. just can't get away from nuts in this in I this can't. conversation I'm, no. I'm trapped <laughs> uh, and uh, and ice and that's yeah. So I make a, I make a smoothie like that. Uh, now basically we, every day. Speaking speaking of berries and also everyday snacking. Again, my kids love fruit. I don't. But one thing I do bond with my younger child over is we have a mulberry bush in our yard. And you go around and, it, <laughs> and we go around it all around it <laughs> early in the morning. And uh, but it's so it right now we're in mulberry season and the mulberries ripen just a handful at a time. 
And it's very fun to go with him when we hunt through the leaves together to get mulberries for him. And he's small enough still that he can just walk into the inside of this mulberry bush and I'll just see the leaves shaking periodically. And I know he's in there. And then he'll just walk out covered in mulberry juice. How can you hate hate fruit after that? Um, you should, I, mean, I, I, I like the I like that my child enjoys it, but I don't. I still don't. You want should it. start a uh, a silk industry um, by feeding uh, mulberry leaves to some silkworms. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, I'm already raising regular worms in my garage. Everybody I needs a side hustle, and I think this silkworm <laughs> business <can> worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I, I'd like to tell you a little bit about my um, smoothie habit, uh, which is to use dark sweet cherries. And I also have a song oh. that I sing to my children, which goes with them. I'm going to sing it for you right now. Yes, it please. It goes, dark sweet cherries, dark sweet cherries, dark sweet cherries. I ain't messing with no berries. See? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. How do, yeah. you, how do your children react to that song? Um, with delight? After about 50 times, they, they remembered it. <laughs> But um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because they're mostly tuning you out at that. Oh, point, and there's, a, there's another one I did, which was um, to the tune of "It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas." It's beginning uh-huh. to look a lot like syphilis, and um, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> this is another mealtime. Yeah, but then the children remember that almost instantly, and uh, my wife Mercedes <laughs> is really mad that I ever did that. <laughs> yeah, that's like any any song any song parody that involves poop or something like that. The children pick it up very very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and man. yet my and yet my parody song Fifty Films with I, Danny Glover, a I, parody of Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover. They never remember the lyrics. Yeah, they, <laughs> I think that calling these songs Notoriously parodies good is a little generous. Is already writing an angry letter into us. <laughs> yeah, it's, dear sirs, have I ever sang that? I, someday I'll have to sing that song on the on the podcast. Fifty Films with Danny Glover. I'll have to look up all the lyrics. Yeah, I, li- I like that. Here's part of the chorus. There's Lethal Weapon 3, Lee. Lethal Weapon 4, Thor. Lethal Weapon 2, Lou. Now listen to me. Like sort of, you might think that he's in Thor, which he's not, though. Um, now, no, no, that's no. True. Oh, that's true. There's only so many names that rhyme with Thor. Is there a is Five Clive ref, uh, rhyme in there at any point? Well, was there a Lethal Weapon 5? I don't think yeah, so. I think, I, didn't they make it a 5? No, I guess they I thought it only went out. up to 4. Top ten at four. Part four is the one with Jet Lee, right? Yes. And part three yeah, is the one with the right. cop killer bullets, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't really remember three that well. Uh, which one is diplomatic immunity? Uh, that's, that's part two. That's two. two. There's yeah. a proposed lethal weapon five, but it's, you know. Oh, but they said no at the altar. So- per- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they America waited all no. the way to the altar. So they agreed to the proposal and they waited <laughs> yeah. for the wedding to be planned. There, yeah, and got then engaged. Just- yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That makes that's too bad. That happens. Uh, I think yeah. he's a loose cannon. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I feel like do we have any more thoughts on fruit as dessert, guys? <laughs> because all this movie talk has me hankering to do chapter three. That's right. We're talking fruit on film, where the real star of the show is fruit. <laughs> okay. Did you spell real R E E L? Yes. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's so, helpful to know. Obviously, obviously one of my obviously one of my this favorite movies. This is our movies. appeal to real department. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite movies also features one of my favorite uh, uses of fruit in a movie. That's right. Uh, this scene in uh, in Call Me by Your Name, where old Timmy Chalamet just mm-hmm. jizzes all over that peach. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was. I, you mentioned nuts again. I was it's thinking bonkers. about. I was thinking about. Yeah, I was doing a bit of. Well, I was trying to do a bit of research into fruit in the movies because I, I didn't. Uh, and um, with with going on almost no information for me, so yeah. I'm impressed. And actually, the, one of the one of the <laughs> the the fruit moments I, I remembered was uh, was from Call Me by Your Name, um, and I think. Yeah. Okay, is it is it wrong to say it's a bit gross? Even like whether you're straight or or gay or whatever, to that when when Army Hammer eats the fruit which has been jizzed into it, that's a bit gross. Uh, I mean, I think uh, it's a little. In, I feel like it's a little intense. Like I don't know. I'm not going to kink shame anyone, but the right. idea of that you're yeah. Uh, a at this point, I think it's like a uh, any any piece of. Food that has been fucked and then eaten is a little yeah. interesting. <laughs> and I actually, mean, uh, for, for, for me to say that is actually ridiculous. And I, I have to take it back because, of course, <laughs> my career was made. On, yeah, good point. Uh, good point. On, on fruit being. You, you have <laughs> intimate professional knowledge yeah. of jizz inside of a yeah. fruit based dessert. And again, I have to say, Chris, I don't. Whoever told you that about pie? versus sexual intercourse. Well, I don't understand. Uh, okay, not for the first time this. in my life, may I say, that I did not write the script <laughs> of American Pie. I don't know. I, and well, so. You, you, did re, you did write The Naked Mile, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying I to... I live my life a naked quarter mile at a time, guys. <laughs> um, the Jericho Naked Mile. Um, now, I, imagine, I imagine you were handed the script from uh, American Pie. The script was handed to you by the studio mogul. He goes, Chris, I got your next assignment right here. And you're reading through it and you go, but boss, but boss, a vagina's not... Nothing like a hot Yeah, yeah. Pie. I thought it was, We're I thought it was wrong like, information yeah. to the youth of America. I thought it was like how Moses went up and came back with the script for American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and I he couldn't came back change and he, it a and, bit. Uh, it was handed and to all me. And all, the, all the, <laughs> yeah, the Israelites, the Israelites were all having sex with a golden cow. I, I, and he said, no, no, guys, it's a pie. We got to use a it's pie. It's a golden apple pie. My, my brother and I were just trying to deliver on the premise, you know. And so if there was going to be a scene in which a, a boy has sex with a pie, we were going to make it the best damn version of it we could. I mean, you have to include yeah. that scene because otherwise the, na the name of the movie makes no sense. Uh, well, actually, up until uh, pretty late in the process, they, the studio wanted to call it Comfort Food. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible name. <laughs> it's a pretty bad name, yeah. That's terrible. It doesn't even tell you what country it's from. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> now, here's the thing about that call me by your name thing. Again, I've stated I don't like fruit. It's I don't enjoy it. I don't, Not that way. I don't, I, I've never eaten uh, semen. But the fact that it is closer to meat makes that makes that fruit a little bit more attractive to me. I got to be honest. I'd rather eat an animal product of some kind, even yeah. if it's yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, this is the, this is the kind of we're, we're talking fruit after dark. This is the kind of hot talk we can get into. Yeah. Now, uh, now, was there ever a chance? Was there ever any argument with the studio, Chris, about what kind of pie it was going to be? Never, actually, that's one. Of the, no, that was never a problem. There were, um, you know, eventually with the America's MK apple farmers were lobbying hard <laughs> that it be an apple pie. <laughs> well, everyone was thinking about how with ET they should have used M and M's, but instead it was Reese's Pieces for yep. various reasons. So the, I imagine there was a big fight over, yeah, who, what kind of pie, you know, who's what's going to be the one that's iconic? Yep, you know, uh, this you can't if you use a meat pie. It kind of defeats the purpose. It's not a joke at that point. Well, there was you know, a big, so. big pitch from uh, big strawberry and big rhubarb that came in together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a perfect pair. <laughs> Uh, and then and then the key lime people came in. They said, hey, what do we have to do to make this a key lime pie? 
<laughs> We're just going to leave this briefcase of money and pies on the Sounds table. Su- like such an acidic pie to try and have sex. <laughs> it took yeah. me a long time to figure out that like key li- like a key lime is a specific thing. Like it wasn't yeah. like yeah that like it was a lime pie that was key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I as a kid I assumed the same thing. Yeah, there was a certain kind of lime pie. That was a certain kind of lime. Well, that was a, yeah. Back in the seventies, they had key lime pie parties <laughs> where everyone would be able to get the key in. Yeah, if you, you ate, did, everyone, you had to put your key in a pie, yeah. and then everyone would pull keys out of the pie, and the key, and then you'd wash the keys because it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then then Elijah Wood gets hit with a lightning bolt or something, right? Is that <laughs> what happens? That's, yeah, that's what, what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I'm just telling you what I saw in the movies. <laughs> and this is fruit on film. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's, why, that's why for the rest of the movie, he has magnetic powers. <laughs> He's like Ernest, yeah. goes to, Ernest goes to jail, right? That's the one where Ernest he Ernest goes to jail. Yeah. yeah. But that's one where he gets magnetic powers from electricity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a good movie. Not as opposed to Ernest goes to American Pie, the one where Ernest has sex with the pie. <laughs> he, he gets. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him. He keeps saying, feels like a vagina. You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> Uh. Okay, so that's been fruit on film. Any more? Uh, any more favorite fruits in the movies? Uh, I was gonna. Or, I, I wanted to give a shout out to the classic moment in Public Enemy, where you. the public, where James Cagney shoves a grapefruit into, I think it's May Clark's face. I could be wrong about that. And you know, it was a very famous moment for a long time. And as a kid, I didn't. Or as a kid, as a teenager, when I saw that, I didn't realize because I don't like fruit how how much that would hurt because it's again acidic. Quite acidic. It's an acidic yeah. fruit. It would have been really painful. Not as painful as the. Uh, hot coffee to the face from The Big Heat, a different yeah. gangster movie from about 20 years later, but still really painful. So James Cagney, I don't like that you did that. I know it's a fictional <laughs> character that did it, and the whole point was that he's a mean okay. man, but still. Uh, I, I had a, I had a, a fruit on film thing, which was uh, oranges. Yes, oranges and the Godfather. Um, oh, right? yeah, there's oh, a lot a, of a sign of uh, impending doom or, or, or weakness. Yeah. And uh, Elliot, that must have really freaked you out when Marlon Brando uses some orange rind and, and puts Ugh, it it's in, over disgusting. his teeth. When he puts it in his mouth, it then goes, Arr! and then, and then he, he dies. dies. And it's like, yeah. if I was doing that, I'd be like, take me away now so I can I can get away from this orange peel. Kill me now, sure. Yeah. I don't want to, uh, God, this is the moment. Um, but I always feel bad for that kid because he has to assume that he he caused it to happen. Oh, man, so you know, much therapy that for that kid, kid, right? He yeah. doesn't seem bothered yeah. at the time, though. He's, uh, you know, he's... he's, he's so do you think it was more the kid was like justice has been done a notorious mobster is finally taken from us <laughs> he was, um, yeah he was, he was working for the FBI I think but I yeah think. it is that's, that's such a great movie that's such a great movie and I just wish he didn't put that orange peel in his mouth because I think it's so gross <laughs> everything else about the movie is nearly yeah, perfect the one flaw uh, I think in terms of pure square footage we gotta mention we gotta mention that giant peach from James and the Giant Peach uh, fruit you can mm-hmm. live yeah, in that's true and fly around <laughs> I'm just, full uh-huh. of bugs I'm combining full it with uh, call me by your name in my mind <laughs> well if, if, if James was of a if James was of a certain age then that peach would have been filled mm-hmm. with juice but I think he's not quite <laughs> yeah. old enough yet <laughs> Uh, I thought you were gonna say Dan the uh, the the tomatoes and Attack of the Killer Tomatoes those get mm. pretty big after a certain point right yeah and that's technically a fruit yeah not I mean not as big I think is I mean I you know what I've never seen it I can't speak to I mean that giant peach is pretty higher. giant that's why they mention it in yeah. the title so that people know going into it they were like we have it's to warn people how big this peach is or else they are going to be shocked. 
We don't want people yeah. having heart attacks in the theater when they realize how big the peach is. Yeah. So we're changing the title from James and the Peach to James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> It'll yeah. be Just like so people being scared that the train is coming through the screen at them. It's they're worried <laughs> exactly. that the peach has actually reached that size. No, no, the, James um, and the Peach doesn't really move books off shelves, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> James and the regular style Peach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like there's a guy named James out there being like, what, this is just my, you know, regular day. What now, do I need to reread this book? It just for? had a peach. Well, that that's the, uh, the I think Roald Dahl. He he was like well, James is what's going to sell the books. People are going to wonder who this James character <laughs> yeah. is. Uh-huh. is just listen like, to that no, name, no, no, James. No, no. No, oh, another not- peach. Another another fruit on film. I've got to mention when Nicolas Cage <laughs> says he can eat a peach for hours. We uh-huh. don't see it happening, uh-huh. but yeah, you know. But, he, but the image of it, uh, yeah, spark is gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> gross. I don't know. It depends. Uh, yeah. I mean. Dan, you did you it? just say that you've never seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? I've never seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Have you seen Tomatoes. Return of the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes starring George <laughs> Clooney? I've not seen. Dan's like, I what? didn't. I was so lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it takes, yeah, you really got to understand the first film, even though they do summarize it in the opening moments of the, Return the of the Attack well, of the Killer I tell Tomatoes. Pe- I tell people all the time, if you're going to watch Return of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, you got to watch Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You got to watch WandaVision. You got to watch some episodes of The Inhumans just to get some of yeah, that stuff. That's in there. Too much. But you got to watch the and two got, tomatoes, and, and, the second in the trilogy, because, you know, <laughs> like, so you know which tomato is returning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. E tomato tambien. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, any any more fruit Just on that film, about two teenage boys and a tomato go on a journey <laughs> of sexual <laughs> discovery? Not unlike the plot of Return of the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so at this point, we got a little word from our sponsors, and I'm going to throw it over to Dan. <laughs> the Flophouse is sponsored in part by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee's expert taste testers partner with the country's best craft roasters to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you and Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. It's like having a coffee genius bar to have that sort of thing happen. Uh, you know, and I had some of this coffee. Not, 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 not such a coffee person that I normally would be like, I got to tell people about this coffee. But this coffee was really good. I enjoyed the coffee quite a bit. Uh, right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash flop. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash flop and let trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash flop for $30 off. And don't forget about Father's Day coming up. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life. I know that fathers are often the hardest to shop for. This seems, this seems like a good idea. Um, and we're also sponsored by Lumi Labs. Microdosing. That's a thing that people are talking a lot about. <laughs> mm-hmm. We certainly <laughs> including, are. Including me in this ad for microdosing Lumi Labs. Now, you've probably heard about Was microdosing. Was I microdosed? Because that's kind of how I feel after the beginning <laughs> of that, that read. <laughs> you've probably heard about microdosing. If you search around a bit 
On the internet, you'll find all sorts of people who are microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. Our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. You don't want to impair yourself. You want to maybe chill out. You want to maybe think some interesting thoughts, enjoy your your evening. You want to sleep better. You want to get rid of some anxiety. There's a lot of reasons why you might enjoy a microdose gummy. These gummies are available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com and use code FLOP, F-L-O-P, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, code FLOP. Hey, we also have a J-J-J-Jumbotron. Chicago is a city built of brick, of course, but also of people, history, policy, fashion, and fire. On a Brick of Chicago walking tour, you'll get up close with the buildings that define neighborhoods and hear the stories of the people, the famous, the infamous, and the anonymous who made them what they are. Afterwards, you'll never look at the built world or the humble brick the same way again. Brick of Chicago tours have been named some of Chicago's best by PBS, Curbed, and the Chicago Reader. So visit brickofchicago.com to sign up for a tour and follow at Brick of Chicago on Instagram. Having recently been to Chicago, it's a fantastic town and definitely worth checking out. Yeah, Chicago is great. I like going there. Hey, guys, should we announce our big Chicago project? What's that? Sure. We don't have one. What should it be? Oh. Oh, I don't know. We'll do a show there. Reunite we'll the a show band where, Chicago. Yeah, maybe we'll do a show where we pr- we perform alongside Chicago the band. Let's talk yeah. about it. I don't know how we would do that, but let's figure it out. Hey, in the meantime, I have a Jumbotron that I can read. Oh, okay. Okay, this is a jump message for Dylan Dawson, and the message is from Heather Robb, and it says, Hey, Dylan, happy only slightly belated anniversary. Thanks for COVID marrying me and having a COVID child with me. I know this is very corny, and I'm sorry to embarrass you in front of your friends, Dan, Elliot, and Stuart, but you will always and forever be a movie I kind of love. Deal with it. Oh, what a sweet message. That's adorable. She married a movie. (laughs) She married a movie. That's the name of my movie. (laughs) (laughs) So we married a movie? Yeah, yeah. So we bought a movie zoo. And then married it. All right. That was a perfect ending to a perfect day. You're in a theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she just stand up to her? Oh God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? If you've ever recognized yourself in a movie, then join me, Jordan Cruciola, for the podcast Feeling Seen. We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. (laughs) In that case, you should check out Triple Click. 
It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye. And we're back. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much for supporting uh, Fruit and Alts Forum, so sponsors. So uh, we're going to move on to uh, chapter four. That's right. We're going to be talking about reversal of fortune. You know, sometimes you're king of the world. Sometimes you're down in the dumps. Uh, <laughs> there, there. Was there? Argue with that. Was, was yeah, there, high times, hard times. When you were a child, Elliot, I'm assuming your parents forced you to eat fruit, and that is what led you to hate all fruit of all kinds. It's possible. I mean, I'm sure I ate fruit as a baby. I don't really remember it well. I've blocked out a lot of the years before I turned about three and a half, I assume, because it was so traumatic to yeah. be eating that fruit. I just yep. don't remember what it was like when I was like a six-month-old. I remember drinking a lot of apple juice and never really liking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you like other kinds I'm, of juice? Uh, Bug is juice. Coca-Cola a juice? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I like, I like, um, I like whiskey. Is that a juice? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair then. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think pretty early on, my parents understood that, uh, this one, leave him alone. Cause he is bad to the bone when it comes to fruit. Okay. Mm. Otherwise a very conscientious young man. So you, you have not changed at all. Now, when I was a kid, I was very, uh, I if didn't- anything, I've probably gotten more intolerant. Yeah, actually, no, that's not true. That's not uncommon with people. If I, that's true. I was when I was young, I was real open minded about fruit. But once I started watching Fox News, it really it made it difficult for me. But uh, I think if any, actually, I maybe have become more open minded in that if I see that an item on a menu mentions some kind of fruit, I will check with my wife to see if she thinks that it's a major component. If it's just there to add acid or something like that, Mm. that's okay. Like I don't like the taste of lemons, but. I love cream spinach, and pretty much all cream spinach has lemon juice in it. So I, I had that. to come to terms with that, and I did. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wait, like lemon juice is a is an issue for? I mean, I guess lemon juices can be super acidic. Now, so when you're I mean, watching, I don't like, like drinking lemonade. I don't like the ta- I don't like citrus taste. So when you're watching, uh, when you're watching like an episode of Top Chef, and anybody even mentions mm-hmm. putting fruit in a dish, you're like, "Fuck that! You're out." I hope the, I hope they vote you off. You know what? I say maybe I, I want to make sure it's the judge's decision. It's why I do keep a bucket in front of me so I can vomit into it whenever they mention fruit. Because yes. I am a regular Top Chef viewer. But there are a lot of times when they're like, I made a – it's a chicken thigh with uh, lard on. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great. And there's a pomegranate sauce. And I'll just go, forget it. Not interested <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Change the channel. Mute. <laughs> Cancel <the> show. <laughs> Cancel cable subscription. <laughs> burn down. Pick house, up the TV. I throw, I throw it out the window. Yeah, I burn the house down. I change my name. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Ride I, the rails. <laughs> yeah, I start Jack Reachering around the country with nothing to my name but the clothes on my back you and one pair of underpants. You would make the perfect Jack Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, I, when I was a kid, I hated oranges and orange juice. Uh, I think part of it was the acid. Part of it was like the pulp and orange juice. And at some point I made up that I was, I would, I would tell people that I was allergic to oranges to the point that like years later, my mom thought I was allergic to oranges (laughs) because I just kept saying it. Uh, but I eat oranges plenty now. I have one almost every day. 
I think it was mm. Goebbels who said, if you repeat a lie long enough, it becomes the truth. So that's uh-huh. what you did. I, yeah. learned, I learned from the best. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Did he, did he make, oh, I love man. the look on Stewart's face. I didn't even like realizes. making that joke. <laughs> Manufacturer of uh, Goebbels baby formula. Um, <laughs> I I will I will say that I've gr- I've grown to fond of two uh, fruits. One that is not actually a fruit, but people think of it as a fruit, and one that. Is a fruit, but people don't Cheapness think of it as a fruit. Suspense. Wow, Whoa. I feel like it's a it's a riddle that I have to answer to cross <laughs> so, a bridge somewhere. <laughs> uh, my mom always loved strawberries, which are technically not fruits because they're the seeds on the outside. They're made oh, out of true. straw. I, but but it's one of those uh, things also where it's like, who made that rule? Nature didn't make that I, rule. I, I don't know. Does that mean but, that? Uh, what, so what are they? Vegetables? I oh, don't they're freaks. Know. What the hell are they? Strawberries don't. are just freaks. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's like if a, it's like if a chicken was inside out. That's what well, a strawberry if is like. Their, if they have their seeds on the outside, then they're basically like fish, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a fish. I <laughs> they're classified as a land fish. It's not like I didn't like strawberries as a kid, but my mom would be like, "Mmm, strawberry!" Like it was the best treat in the world. And now that I'm an adult and I have to like, you know, make reasonable choices with my life, I I much more understand how. A minor thing can feel like the best treat in the world. Sure, yeah, and just so a I little like bit of joy in this horrible veil of tears that we yeah, exist yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but also the other one is uh, avocado, which when I was a kid did nothing for me, and then along the line I realized I'm like, oh, this is like the plant world's like butter is basically what it is. Mm. I stopped thinking of it as like a vegetable or fruit and started thinking of it as like, this is a source of fat that gets put on things. It's the first plant that saw the light and was like, I want to be like meat. Meat's where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's interesting you mentioned strawberries. I have a childhood. I have a lot of childhood memories about strawberries because my family thought it was so much fun to go strawberry picking in New Jersey. There's a lot of strawberry patches. Mm-hmm. They thought it was so much fun to go strawberry picking, and I and they would not let me bring a book with me. So I would just stand there watching my family pick strawberries, <laughs> hating every moment of it as I sweated in the sun. And then they would be like, isn't this fun? And I would say, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very boring. <laughs> and now, and there's a place in there's a place near LA called Underwood. Uh, there's a place called Underwood Farms where you go and you pick, you know, fruit and stuff. And my kids always want to go there. And, and my wife is like, "Yeah, we can go there." And she turns to me and she goes, "I know this is triggering for you." <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but it's going to be okay. That. This is like yeah. a, like an and, M Night Shyamalan uh, origin story of like mm-hmm. uh, somebody, you know, a, a super villain. Mm-hmm. Who hates fruit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, oh. they call me Mr. Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> man, Chris, do you have any anything that you uh, like now that you hated as a kid? Or well, otherwise? first of all, all these edge ed, edge scenarios of like avocados, cucumbers, strawberries. Are they vegetables? Are they are they fruits? It's freaking me out a little. Yeah, um, yeah. Is, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm a bit turned around, but um, mangoes. <laughs> sorry that you have, we we've been living in that liminal zone of we're not sure if things are fruits or vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's weird, but um, but uh, mangoes. I feel like I, I would have liked mangoes if I'd known about them as a kid. But I feel like mangoes have, have mm. really uh, come to occupy a pretty big role in my life. Now they're they're a little fibrous, but I feel like with mangoes, it's really important for me to get a like a really good ripe one. Good ripe, like one. an unripe yeah. mango is a bummer. I'm, an unripe mango is a bummer. Um, 
Uh, but also if you get like this, this sort of South, Southeast Asian mangoes or the South Asian mangoes, like the smaller ones, uh-huh. man, you're not, you're not looking at fiber there. It's custardy. Okay. Yeah. It's good Chris, to know. Chris, you're a well-traveled well person. Have you ever had durian? I've never had durian. I have read about it. I have, the stinkiest I've smelled fruit it from in the a world? distance, yes, which yeah, is supposed to be is- like eating custard in a bathroom. Um, yeah, this it's it's a big topic of conversation in my house. Uh, the, every now and then, my younger son will become obsessed with the idea of eating a, some specific fruit. For a while, he was demanding lychees, mm, uh, mm-hmm. and we didn't have any in the house, and he would throw tantrums. And then eventually, luckily, I was able to go to a Vietnamese wedding and and went to a Vietnamese a market in California afterwards and uh, in the neighborhood and could bring him lychee, and he had one, and he said, mm, I like it, and then he never talked about it ever again. <laughs> but durian is a constant question with him and he talks about it all the time and he always says i want to try it but not smell it and he thinks that's very funny (laughs) but i was wondering if it actually if it smells as bad as it's supposed to i've i've had it i mean yeah uh, but i was asking chris (laughs) (laughs) but so dan what was your experience with it maybe ask someone with whose wife is from the philippines that's a good point fair Mm -hmm. enough okay Um, i'm just trying not to i'm not trying not to stereotype or (laughs) Or, you know, uh, no, but I, mean, I, ha- I, I had it at her family's place. It's a, I mean, I would say that Audrey told me the one that we had was not a particularly good specimen of it. it mm. You know, it it does taste a little funkier, like people describe it, you know, being more like cheese adjacent, custard adjacent, mm. like you said. Um, I was not wild about it. It was, it does, it does taste better than it smells. Like, she talks about, you know, like if you cut it up, like people would do definitely do it outside or like they, you know, in the Philippines, there's often like they have like an outdoor kitchen area that that, that definitely would happen rather than. And indoors. so do you, do you hold your nose while you eat it or are you just like that? Yeah, bird you that eat whole and cover your face while you eat it's it. It's not <laughs> out of shame. So God doesn't see you eating it. The, the smell is <laughs> the smell is kind of like, let's say. Uh, middle school locker room level of smell. Like it's definitely a bad smell, but it's not like you're like your stomach is being turned by like rotten garbage. Yeah. Smell. Like, <laughs> is it like okay. Limburger cheese? Yeah. It's more along that zone. I would say. Cause I always, yeah, I always imagined that it smelled like, like a rotting thing, like something really disgusting. I wouldn't No, I wouldn't say that. Oh, Okay, well, hey, listeners, if you have uh, this durian talk, if you also have <laughs> durian opinions, this is right in. This is Durian Dan, the Durian Man, giving his full, unbiased opinions on Durian. Listen to my spinoff podcast, Durian Dancing. (laughs) Nobody puts Durian in a corner when Dan's around. Uh, Yeah, you need room for the airflow. Okay, so uh, that, of course, means this brings us to chapter five. That is right. I forgot there were five chapters. All-time top five favorite fruits. (laughs) That's five. Uh, I'm going to be keeping a tally, and we're going to see oh what is the uh, which uh, which fruits get the most votes. Uh, Elliot, I feel like yours is going to be uh, pretty short. Yeah, I don't uh, think I can fill out the five. Okay, so Elliot, why don't we get these top five? Sure, let's put cucumbers Remember, wait, and tomatoes. Let me, let me clarify uh, yeah. again. This is based on the categories: mouthfeel, flavor, <laughs> ease of consumption, appearance. Etc. You, you're not rating them on those scales, but those are things to keep in mind when voting. Mm. Yeah, so I'm going to start with cucumbers and tomatoes. They're 
as close as you can get to not being a fruit and still be a fruit. That's mm-hmm. great. I'm going to put snozberries on there from Willy Wonka because it's not mm-hmm. real, okay. so I never have to eat it or smell it or handle it. It's not a real fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I think I'm tapped out. Okay, so, so I've that's- got two extra <laughs> slots if anyone else wants to use them. One, two, three. Okay, wow. Okay, cucumbers are number three. Interesting. Okay. No, no, cucumbers would be number one for me. Okay, snozberries are number I was, three. I wasn't counting down. I wasn't counting. I should have, but. Cool. Sorry, cool, we cool, got cool, cucumbers, cool. snozberries. What was the third one? I'm sorry. Tomatoes. I was busy writing my own list. Tomatoes. 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 You know what? You know what? I'm going to put, are pumpkins a fruit or are they a gourd? Uh, they have seeds on the inside. I believe they're a I vegetable. I don't know what the. I'm gonna say, if it's a fruit, I'm gonna say pumpkins, not to eat, but because you can carve them up, make a spooky face, we put a candle gonna, in there. Yeah. Now, now, if I could, if I could do that with more not fruits to eat. Okay. If I could, <laughs> if I could carve a spooky face onto more fruit, maybe I'd like it. Now more. I'm gonna call you out on your bullshit this time, Elliot, because you said that you would like more fruit to be used for spooky faces, but in The Godfather, you think that's terrible. <laughs> Well, I, I, yeah, okay, not oranges. Oranges are gross. There's there's nothing, there's a few things that are, are more personally gross to me than being in like a work meeting and someone decides to eat an orange. The smell, I don't like at all. And then just seeing them put a pile of gross peel with little stringy things falling off of it <laughs> onto like the meat, the table that we're all sitting at for the meeting. It's just gross. So you know what? You're right. You caught me in a, you caught me in a contradiction there and I totally own up to it. And I hope the voters can see past it when, uh, when, when, when the election cut time comes around in November, but you're right. I did not like the spooky face that he, he used that orange. We're going to do, an, we're gonna do a, a quick side category guys. What is the snack food you least like people to enjoy in your presence. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's oranges. I'm going to follow uh, Elliot up because I have one right on the tip of my dome. Does, That's right. Does original recipe Cheerios. No thank you. Makes their breath mm. smell. It just smells bad. Not a fan. That's true. It does kids smell. like it. Get out of here. I don't need kids around me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does gum count as a snack? Because yes, I don't sure. like the the loud chewing of gum Interesting. Is gum a snack? It's more of an activity for your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> exercise. You're not eating it. Yeah. Okay, well, then my least favorite snack food is anything that sounds like someone's chewing gum. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I yeah, think for me, it's it's um, uh, what uh, nachos. No, no, what, uh, Doritos, right? With But with the powdery stuff that comes off on their fingers. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Not cool. Powdery Doritos. Does that yeah. also include, like, cheese doodles? <sighs> but those are those are good. I can understand okay. that. More <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I never, I never, this I is think. a big dis- dis- disagreement between you and me on the goodness of Doritos. <laughs> okay. So uh, I think it's Dan's turn. Why don't you give us your top five fruits? Do you want to go starting with five or start with one, Dan? Uh, what? Uh, well, wait. <laughs> well, do you want to be, I, I'm, I'm going to do a countdown to, to, to build up the top five to build up excitement about what the, what the number one. Wait, I'm be. giving all of them at the same time though. Like Elliot did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start with one. I'm gonna start, and uh, I'm also gonna specify that this is just these. My ranking is top five fruits of fruits that I would eat on their own, like in a in doesn't a, require you, in, yeah. in a, like a culinary sense. Like I probably use limes the most often. Mm-hmm. But but you know well, but I'm not like gonna saying, eat that's a like lime if, on its own. Yeah, that's like so. if people are like, "What are your favorite foods?" and you're like, "Salt." I use it all the time. Yeah, Although yeah, yeah. I do so. love the idea of somebody just chomping down on a fucking lime. That's <laughs> something little kids love to do. Little kids love eating limes. Bonkers. Yeah. Limes are so expensive yeah. right now. <laughs> 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 the 
kids don't know that. Yeah, be, kids be don't, own don't bars. <laughs> limes for your health. Um, okay, top top one. Uh, I have mango here. Oh, that's mm. a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, I, I follow it up with uh, pineapple. You get some fresh pineapple. Mm-hmm. You can spiral it. Uh, Pretty fun. We're moving into my uh, berry section here. With uh, <laughs> I put I you know I put strawberry up, mar- edging out the next one on my list, which is raspberry. Those are very close. Wow! And then in, did you uh, did you dock raspberry because it's spelled raspberry, which yeah, is weird? That could be. I I think you know what I I think I probably like the flavor of a a really good raspberry better than the strawberry, but you get you know. It's hard. They they rot quicker. They're smaller. They're less. You get less. You know. There's there's disadvantages to a raspberry. I will say when when we get we we get a lot of fruit in the house for for the children and the raspberries. Yeah, they have to eat them fast or they just become yeah. just like liquid muck. It's, it's and uh, number five, we got a dark horse in here. Uh, a, a no, kiwi- a horse is not a fruit, Dan. <laughs> a kiwi fruit. Oh. Kiwi. oh, kiwi. Okay, Dan. That's a, that's an impressive top five. Chris, you're yep. our guest. You're the fruit brood in this case. Let's uh, let's get your top five fruits. Um, ma- mango, also. Uh, well, this is reverse oh, order, right. by the way. Reverse order to build up tension and excitement. Okay, so number, number five is mango. Number five, mango. Because uh, they're great. Number, yep. wait, I wrote them down. And sorry. that was Dan's number one, I believe. Uh, yeah. No, no. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Actually, mango is my... <laughs> Mango's my runner-up. But forget I said that, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Number we'll forget. five. <laughs> so Mango didn't Sorry, even make it onto the list. No, no, it did. Wow. It did. It did. It's, just, it's just higher rank than I than I than I. Oh, well, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, number five, blueberries. Number Blues. four. Number four, figs. Figs. Wow. Okay. Number three, watermelon. Watermelon. Delicious. Perfect. Another Juicy. favorite in the Kalen household. Um, number. Number two. <laughs> number two, mango. The, the aforementioned okay. mango, <laughs> yep. moving up with a bullet. Um, number one, check this out. Have you ever had a sapote? No. Uh, What's this? That's, uh, I think that's indigenous to Mexico, but my grandma had a sapote tree in her backyard, and that is very custardy and delicious. Imagine what you'd imagine a durian would taste like, but without a bad smell, with a good smell. Oh. That's a sapote. Look it up. I'm, lo- I'm looking sapote. at a picture. Yeah, I realized I have some. I have some. Looks kind of like well, a persimmon. It does. Yeah, actually, I think it could. It, it might be a cousin of a persimmon. What does a well, What well, does a persimmon taste like? Because I've only experienced persimmons in the video game Sekiro, which doesn't allow me to actually taste them. Mm. Mm. Not yet. Well, it's kind of like if you mixed a purse with Bill Simmons. Interesting. Okay, sounds successful. <laughs> I'd say it tastes a bit papaya-y. Sometimes, but sometimes there's, there's there's a weird kind of uh, um, um, uh, acidic, not acidic, uh, sort of bitter taste to it. If you don't get a get one that's just right, yeah, if you cut it open, it definitely looks very papaya. Um, I, I don't, I I have no idea what it's related to. So you've uh, just heard of it. Yeah. Sorry, sorry that my fast research couldn't give us all of the <laughs> sure. information uh, on I, this fruit. Can I add something to my fruit list? I think I still have two slots. Yeah, yeah, open. you got two uh, slots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have one slot because you added pumpkins that you can turn into a, oh, that's a really death good. mask. Uh, for the last slot, I'm gonna <laughs> admit, I'm gonna say the guys in the fruit costumes in the old Fruit of the Loom commercials. I remember as a kid thinking yeah, that was yeah, pretty yeah. funny. 
Okay, fruit of the yeah. So it's not to eat, but to watch in a commercial. They kind of cast a bunch of sort of schlubby guys, as I recall. They weren't. Yeah, they were yeah. sort of I think like that was, you know, ordinary Joes as fruits. You could imagine them wearing the product. They're not some handsome male model who's going to have fancy underpants. These are guys who are going to wear fruit of the loom underpants. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say my list is going to be kind of boring, guys, because I've already seen mm. some of these listed. Number five is going to be mangoes. I love them. When you find a good one, it is great. But I don't always have luck finding good ones. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, next one is going to be bananas. Uh, I love bananas. I eat a ton. Uh, they're great. Uh, I like them a little mushy. I like them a little not mushy. Mm. Perfect. And uh, it comes with its own wrapper. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> Thanks, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> that was one of my. Do you remember that there was that video going around? Yeah, where he's talking about how a banana is designed by God for you to eat it. And the guy he's with is like, when you hold a banana, it curves towards your mouth, like it's telling you to eat it. Like it's like, well, not like if you phone. hold it the other way, though. Like if you hold it the other way, it's like God saying, "Don't eat this. I'm keeping it away from your mouth." It's just such a funny argument. Number three is uh, honeydew melon. I love that shit. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's a, a great one. melon. That's a good one. Uh, number two, pears. <laughs> we haven't talked about pears at all this entire I, time. I fucking love pears. It's yeah. like the right consistency yeah. for me. The flavor profile is a little more mellow than like an apple. It's not as sharp. Mm -hmm. Big fan. And I like, the, Stuart, that you, the little play on words you did there by making pears number two. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was intentional. Thank you for picking that up, Elliot. And then number one, it's already been mentioned, but I love watermelon. I can't get enough. Mm -hmm. uh, eat in chunks. We currently, uh, at Hinterlands, we just got a frozen drink machine. Uh, and it's one of those like big multi, like two hopper machines. It's just constantly rotating the uh, the, the slushy frozen cocktails. Mm. Uh, one of them is a strawberry frozen margarita. It's great. But we put on a fresh watermelon frosé that is actual like smashed up actual watermelon. Uh, and it's delicious. And so I spent the whole weekend chopping watermelons. And you know what? For a lesser man and a lesser fruit, I would hate watermelons. But I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that you made it clear feels, that you're not a lesser feels man. Feels like heaven to me. <laughs> so uh, I wrote all this down, but I don't actually like doing math. And I've had too many drinks. So listeners at home, why don't you do the math yourself and figure out what's the top <laughs> fruit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of interactive fun. Yeah, fun. It's like that second it. screen experience it's, that people have been looking for. It's like for. the play yeah. at home version of the uh, the game <laughs> show. <laughs> go back, go back and take notes because so, we didn't tell you. <laughs> to you pay attention. And then after you're done taking notes, why don't you come up with your own top five and <laughs> okay. tweet at El at El Elliot Kalen uh, <laughs> and let him know what your favorite fruits are. And I then Elliot, if you if you if you come up with a good list, Elliot might even respond and uh, tell you why your list is so great and maybe write you a little poem. And he'll take the. <laughs> I don't know none of that. If you if you if you so tweet at me at Elliot Kalen E L L I O T T K L N with your fruit list and I promise I will tell you to stop. And uh, but but you were gonna do the fruit challenge for charity, right? Where you, you eat <laughs> the top five fruits. This is literally if I ever thought fruit, I don't have the, I don't have the talent to I like I don't have the talent to be an actor, but sometimes I'm like, but if I was, I might have to eat fruit in a scene. I don't want to do that. Like this. That's How the do only I get thing that? that's been keeping <laughs> keeping you from stardom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just great. like you'd be a great hockey goalie. 
right. Except for all yeah, the diarrhea. Unf- <laughs> it'll be unfair to the other teams, too. It was partly the diarrhea and partly it'll be unfair to the other teams for me yeah. to bring that kind of power in. Guys, we've had uh, a lot of fun tonight. We've talked about a lot of fruit. We've talked about a lot of fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we playing chunks. Yeah, everybody had fun tonight. Whether or not uh, listeners write in and let us know whether we achieved Wang Chung tonight. Um, uh, any any closing thoughts? So wait, Dan. in that song, the Wang Wang Chung was just the name of the band, right? Like yes. it wasn't yes, a that's dance. The band's name. So when they say everybody Wang Chung tonight, what are that? What does that sentence They're mean? They're inviting us all to be part of their band. Oh, yes. well, I like that. That's inclusive. Did you get your class action suit settlement for the money from that song? <laughs> You're you're entitled to uh, residuals. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was supposed to get 20 cents. Did that that song come out before they did the score for To Live and Die in L.A.? I have to assume so. So do you think that William Friedkin's like, since now I'm a member of Wang Chung, if they do the score to my movie, it'll be free. Then, That's then right. if they win the Oscar, I'll get one I'll too. I'll get an Oscar since Finally. I'm a member of the band. <laughs> That's the scheme. That's the long kind. Didn't know. Uh, okay, so oh, I uh, Dan, I think the mo- the movie was originally called "To Live in Wang Chung in L.A." Mm-hmm. What were you asking me for? Final I was going to say, do you have any? Do you have any uh, you know bring what? It, bring I it apologize to any fruits that I overlooked because there's a lot of great ones out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's a <laughs> safe answer, but work. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elliot, you're the dissenting voice in this one. Uh, any uh, any final thoughts? Closing thoughts? I do. I there is part of me that the older I get, uh, takes pleasure in seeing other people experience the variety of fruit out there. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a part of me that wishes I didn't find fruit disgusting because it's definitely closing me off from a, a large part of eating and something that's very healthy. But I am what I am, as Popeye said when he yeah. ate spinach, a food I liked. Uh, I find not fruit. I don't like it, and I think it's gross and sticky, and uh, I don't like the smells, textures, mouthfeel, taste, or the way it looks, to be honest. Yeah. So I apologize. It's just baked into me. It's the way – it's it's just where I'm from. <laughs> like a pie. You know? <laughs> sure. Like yeah, like I want to look at a, I want to look at a, like one of the a red, uh, like a, a blackberry with all those weird little hairs coming out of it and things like that. No, thank you, no, thank you, sir. Uh, Chris, I think uh, you got anything to bring us home here? I mean, <clears throat> I just, I just want to thank you for for asking me along to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get, we get a just happy to be here message. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's the uh yeah so uh i'm so glad like, could, i'm yeah, so glad you could share episode. this with us <laughs> glad we, we could waste your time both as a guest and then later as a listener when you listen to the episode <laughs> well the, i mean the great thing is I, d- I didn't have to bathe the children so that was good Honey, the kid, the kids need to be bathed. I have to learn about fruit. <laughs> I need to get my top five together. America needs to know. I need the tightest top five. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Oh, God, I love fucking with you guys. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, for the Flophouse, I've been Stuart Wellington. Thank you so much. We're on the Max Fun Network, our editor, who will hopefully piece this together into something uh, that sounds great, uh, is Alex Smith. Uh, you can find him as Howell Doughty on Twitter and other places. Um, yeah, Chris, do you got anything you want to plug? <laughs> um, yes, my movie, which will be coming out maybe in a year and a half once I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so, so, what, so listen, what you what you need to do is set yourself a calendar uh, notification for a year okay. and a half from now uh, uh-huh. and listen to it again and then go see the movie, which might still be called Home if 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 I make it, I don't get fired and uh, they don't change the name. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Should we still see it if you get fired and don't make it and they change the name? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, let's vote with our dollars and say no whites, no dice. Yes, right. We're not, we're not going to see this movie. Uh, okay, so I've been Stuart Wellington. <laughs> I've been Dan McCoy. I've been Elliot Kalen, also co-host of the Who Was podcast, a kids' quiz show for, about history that's on the iHeart Network, available wherever podcasters are sold, I was going to say, where, wherever a pod, podcast are downloaded, and which we also have an episode where I talk about how I don't like fruit. So so don't worry that if you thought I wasn't going to address the issue on that, the Who Was podcast. And joining us has been... Chris White. Um, no podcasts, just a podcast guest, but happy to be here. Bye. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported